of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Today we're being joined, and we have an interesting guest for you folks, so keep it locked right here. If you have a financial question, maybe on what's going on with the recession, uh, with the looming recession fears, uh, we would love to hear from you folks if you have questions on the looming recession that people are talking about, the inverted yield curve. And folks, uh, we have Ed Batowski, who is the author of the book Wealth Mismanagement, which will be our featured book of the hour. So, um, folks, uh, you, you may have seen Ed on Fox News, Fox Business, CNBC, or Bloomberg. He spent 18 years at Morgan Stanley before founding his own firm, Uh, called Chapwood Investments. In his new book, Wealth Management, he strives to help investors evaluate their relationships with their financial advisors and understand how portfolio construction works. So hi, Ed. Uh, Great to have you with us on the Financial Quarterback Radio Broadcast. Well, well, thanks for having me, Josh. And I, I was amazed at how many disclaimers you have to have before the show begins. <laughs> yeah. You basically have to disclaim away every single thing that's about to happen, which I understand. Yeah, it's uh, it's worse than a Viagra commercial. So, it really is. So, Ed, uh, what, uh, talk about your background. Uh, 18 years at Morgan Stanley. What, anything notable about your background before you joined Morgan Stanley? Um, nothing notable other than I grew up in Chappaqua, New York, um, and came down to the University of Texas. So I live in Dallas now, but I'm back and forth to New York often um, for a variety of reasons. And joined Morgan Stanley uh, many years ago and couldn't have been a more proud uh, employee. Uh, I, I still to this day, even though I left Morgan Stanley, still love that firm and love the research uh, and the people at that firm. I, I feel like they're very high class and, and top notch. I, my, my issue and the reason I wrote the book Wealth Mismanagement was after being at Morgan um, and starting to see different things about how 
high net worth individuals and institutional investors, there was a very different language between the conversations that financial advisors had with their clients at that level and the retail client. Um, I actually was on both sides of it. So I had very, very high net worth clients. I didn't have institutional clients, but sat in on meetings with really smart people. And the conversations were very different, Josh. So I thought, why is it that all these other people and the majority of the individual investor who's not high net worth, why aren't they having the same conversations? Why aren't they having the same risk uh, protections put in? And it started to kind of bug me a little bit. Um, and I, I brought it up quite a bit. I was very fortunate. I had a very good career. I, a couple of years, Josh, I was the number one guy, uh, our, our team, I should say, at Morgan Stanley and the whole country. Um, we, we had $11 billion under management uh, back in 1999. Uh, a lot of that was concentrated stock, by the way. Uh, so it wasn't traded, but we still put it in our ledger because we managed over it. And I started realizing that what I was doing for a living, I wasn't uh, really, you know, understanding it as well as I should have. And I learned a lot more when I left and started partnering with some professors from Wharton. And that's when I really believe I understood the business. And that was really the reason I, I wanted to buy this book, Wealth Mismanagement. That's why I, I, I didn't say buy the book. My God, I guess I've been saying buy the book, right? That's why I wrote the book, Wealth Mismanagement. Now, I know how it is. Everybody should go on Amazon, buy my book. My book just came out, too, Retirement Reality Check. So, folks, uh, buy my okay. book, and then also you can buy Ed's book, uh, Wealth yeah, so Mismanagement. My book, my Josh's book. Yeah, after you buy my book, if you have money left over, buy Josh's. Yeah, so, and, and folks, we'll have a deal today if you schedule and keep a no-obligation review at 888-988-JOSH. Uh, we, we will... Give you a copy of the book, Wealth Mismanagement, a Wall Street insider on the dirty secrets of financial advisors. I love that subtitle, the dirty secrets of financial advisors and how to protect your portfolio. And his office has been generous to give the first three books. But if we have more than three of you call us this hour, I will chip in and buy the difference. So well, thank you. So you talk about your background. Uh, anything notable uh, else about your background before we move a little bit to the recession fears and all that stuff? Like any cool well, stories from from yeah, your I mean, time? From from in, in the book, I talk about how I led up to this realization that, the, and it isn't as though financial advisors don't want to do a good job. I, I've, I, I've been in and around this business, and I love the industry. It's the way it's set up with the training programs. At Morgan Stanley, at UBS, Merrill Lynch, and I know the training programs very well, it's shocking when people find out that they do not have any training when advisors begin on how to construct a portfolio and how to measure risk. People think when they show up, you know, because you have that Morgan Stanley name or that UBS and Merrill Lynch name or any bullish bracket firm, that you have been trained in certain areas of portfolio construction, and that has never happened. It doesn't happen. And uh, you know, from a background standpoint, one of the other things is that my father, many years ago, was the head of enforcement at the Securities and Exchange Commission. And at the SEC, his job was to you know get bad people. Um, I, I was you know I guess ten or eleven at the time that he was doing that, so I didn't really know a lot. But it's been in my blood, the SEC and securities and 
my brother's a securities attorney as well. And I've always, I wasn't as smart as they are. Um, I only knew a couple of things, but I always had this desire to make sure that what I was doing was helping people. And I came to the realization when you really look at the real return on portfolios, and that's, that's not just subtracting inflation because that's a bogus number. It's really your cost of living increase. I mean, Josh, you're living in Jersey, right? Is, is that where you are in New Jersey? Yes. Okay. Your cost of living increase in New Jersey is somewhere close to 9% a year. And when you include insurance, when you include taxes, and include everything else, just to stay even with the year before. And advisors weren't talking about this, and they should do their homework and really present the real information. So when you start thinking about, is my cost of living increase year over year 5%, 6% right now? Everyone has mm-hmm. to determine that on their own. But once they do determine that, Josh, how many people's lives are better because of people like me? And Mm. it's really enlightening. So I developed the CHIP score. So the book is about how I got there. And then I decided I need to have a scoring system. And I decided this years ago. I couldn't believe there wasn't a scoring system. And the CHIP score is very, very easy. And it's a great way to score your portfolio or your advisor. And it's on thechipscore.com. Uh, anybody can go there. It's anonymous, and you can find out by inputting your current portfolio um, you know, what you should expect from this collection of investments your advisor has given you. And there's a unique way that we score it with volatility and cost of living increase. It's, that's kind of where it's weighted the most. So you get. Uh, so we're going to be talking about portfolio management. We're going to be talking about the dirty secrets of financial advisors. We're going to be talking about this chip score, a way to evaluate your portfolio. So uh, before we head to the break, can you talk about this chip score? Yeah. The chip score stands for Chapwood Investment Portfolio Score. It, it got to me. I was I, just like you, Josh. You get referrals from people and from current clients, and it's wonderful. But sometimes they'll just show up and say, hey, Tony told me or Marie told me to that you're wonderful, will you please manage my money? And it always bothered me that people didn't really know why they were coming to me. It, it, it was always nice to get a referral. But people really didn't understand the inner workings of what they had in their portfolios. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat if there was a scoring system where I could look at a portfolio, input everything, and say, you have a three, or you have a 10, or whatever the number might be, just like the FICA scores. And there wasn't one. So along with a gentleman named Joe Cherian, who is a professor at the London School of Economics and also a professor at Cornell, and uh, another gentleman named Chris Gatesy, who ran, run, uh, runs the Wealth Management Education Program uh, on the executive education side at Wharton, came up with what is now in the, you know, at the CHIP score. And it really reflects on volatility, uh, mainly uh, cost of living increase, and then also your your concentration and correlation of your assets. And to me, it's an easy way for anyone to go and just say, hey, I have a score of 23. Well, if you have a 23 and it's below, you know, any score below 30, you need to change it immediately. Anything between 30 and 50, you might consider making some adjustments. And anything above 50, you've got yourself one great financial advisor. Wonderful. Well, we'll be back uh, with our special guest, Ed Batowski, 
author of the book Wealth Mismanagement, a Wall Street insider on the dirty secrets of financial advisors and how to protect your portfolio. Give us a call, folks, 800-321-0710. If you have any questions for Ed, 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, If you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. Ed Butowski talking about the chip score. So if you're evaluating portfolio, what do we have to what do we have to know? You know, what, what are things I can look up on Yahoo Finance or are you talking about beta alpha, the sharp ratio? Uh, yeah. what are you looking so at when you're looking at a portfolio? So um, look, beta alpha and sharp ratio are interesting statistics. I mean alpha, we always talk about alpha, you know, I don't know. Your viewers are probably well-educated. You know, alpha is important. That's a, the result of a portfolio. Beta is obviously the characteristic of how it performs in a, the beta against the stock market. Sharp ratio um, is really a great stat, but it's limited. I've actually had a conversation with William Sharp about his stat and, and the same thing with uh, Mr. Markowitz about the sharp ratio. The sharp ratio is an attempt uh, to figure out the risk-adjusted return of an investment. The problem I have with Sharp is you can have a Sharp of one, which everybody loves. So if you have a Sharp of one, that's good. But if you have a portfolio with a Sharp of one, the, you have to ask yourself, is your return that you're analyzing, is it getting you what you need in order to not lose purchasing power? Because you can have a historical rate of return of six, 
a risk-free rate during that time period of three and divide it by a standard deviation of three and have a sharp of one. But after taxes, are you actually making money? So sharp is good for comparing investments, but not when it comes to portfolio analytics. What I created, uh, Josh, is something called Variance Drag Phantom Tax, VDPT. And to me, that's a better statistic. I completely made it up, by the way. Um, it's like nobody's, you're not going to find it anywhere. Hopefully one day everyone will be talking about it. But Variance Drag Phantom Tax looks at the variance of your return. I, I, I say phantom because very few people know about it or talk about the relationship between your historical rate of return and standard deviation. Um, and you, you, it's a drag on the portfolio and the returns. And I threw the word tax in there because it's truly taxing. If you have a high VDPT, you're taxing your portfolio where you don't need to. You, and just to finish that one completely boring statement, uh, you want your VDPT to be 0.8 or lower. Anything above one and a half is not a good portfolio. It's that simple. Hmm. So anything that uh, somebody could look up, though, or, or things that would be helpful to somebody kind of evaluating a portfolio? You know, how, how does well, somebody like, gauge, yeah. you know, give us some practical sure. tips here. I mean, people uh, and, and your thoughts on the recent events of the week. But, uh, you know, give us some practical things to look at. You know, yeah. if, if I'm looking at my portfolio and because I think uh, one of the reasons we had you on was, you know, a lot of people's portfolios are not constructed properly. So how does somebody look and see, okay, is my portfolio constructed properly? Sure. Well, actually, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll make a bold statement, which I know is true, but it also plays probably, Josh, uh, not plays, but it fits in nicely with, with what you do for a living, which is really valuable. And that is that most people retiring from companies have a bulk of their assets in their 401k plans. Well, let's just investigate those 401k plans are going to have long only investments. They're all going to be mutual funds. That means that whatever you buy, you hope it goes up and you hope it doesn't go down. So that means that almost all of these assets sadly are broad based indexes. They don't get into, uh, you don't have many mutual funds in financial services or utilities or oil and gas. You just have big sectors. These sectors are all highly correlated, meaning they all go up and down together. So if an economic, exist, an economic condition existed that allowed everything to go up, the moment that economic condition changed, everything would go down together. And that's what you don't want in a portfolio. You want consistency. Uh, we took all of these assets one day and put them in an optimization tool and, and said, let's figure out the best return we can get with these assets. And, and what, what we found out was that the majority of these assets were thrown out. They weren't used as in the result of the portfolio makeup. And the best you could get based on the last 12 years was a return of seven and a standard deviation of 12. What that means is you're taking too much risk. So anybody who has a 401k plan, the moment you retire, get that money out of there because you're limited in your choices. And take that money and get it into an IRA um, somewhere outside of your company where you have more flexibility and more safety. So if you don't, so on a week like this where the markets are reeling, by the way, general thoughts on 
the state of the economy? Are you bullish, bearish? Uh, do, do you think the um, inverted yeah. yield curve matters? Um, I don't know if it matters well, anymore. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it makes for good headlines. And, and I love how people who, who don't know our industry just repeat what someone else has said. Um, you and I both know that inverted yield curves come from uh, many things. W- one of them right now that's happening is you have a lot of foreign money buying our securities and buying them up. And when you buy our treasuries, you push the yield lower. So uh, there's a huge influx of money. But in terms of the economy, our economy obviously is the strongest in the world. But we're nowhere close to where we need to be. We need to have a GDP quarter after quarter of 4.5% to support the lofty levels of our stock market. And we're nowhere close to that. We're averaging somewhere around 2%. We need jobs, full-time jobs in the millions, not the hundreds of thousands. And this isn't a political statement. It's just factual that anybody right now who is long the equity markets needs to reduce their exposure tremendously. And I'm not always bearish. I mean, in 2009, I, I, we're looking at the stock market being 45% undervalued. Today, at this moment, based on people smarter than me, which isn't hard to find, but people smarter than me, you're, you'll find that the market's about 18 to 22% overvalued based on expected earnings. So what's someone to do? You know, well, well, you have to. I mean, in this day, you have to educate yourself on other types of investments. Yeah, the long-only world, I mean, if you think about the IV portfolios, which are always thrown out there as the ones that manage money the best, uh, these are the big IV foundations and endowments and, uh, and other large uh, pools of money. They it's like average, how Harvard, Yale manage their money. Uh, exactly. They average about 10 to 20% in equities. They have money in other investments, and they can choose anything. They can, they can pick any investment anywhere in the world, and they do. Now individual investors who are listening right now, Josh, and clients of yours or people who are going to become clients of yours, all of these people have the ability to mirror what the Ivy foundations are doing and get their money into other types of investments that uh, are low correlated, meaning they don't go up and down together. Another great reason to get out of 401k plans when you can. They're a great way to accumulate money. We all know that. But once you're, once you're done, get it out and get it to an IRA. Hmm. So uh, some final tips for our listeners who are kind of reeling. So reduce your equity exposure. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the one thing, though, is, I mean, I've been following. I've thought and the market's been overvalued for years. Correct. Uh, and people have been falling. Value have been wrong for like four years. How do you how do you uh, how do you account for that? I mean, yeah, it's a great question because I, I remember in 1995, 96, 97, I was the same thing. I was saying, no, I'm going to continue to keep myself diversified and so on. And I actually made a big mistake back then. I threw in the towel because things just kept going higher. Come 99, right, 98, 99, and then my clients liked me again. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to change. I know what's right. And even though you might be underperforming uh, in some ways, you know, you, you should certainly be in the equity markets. I mean, even though the markets are overvalued, doesn't mean you're not in them. That just means you, you diversify into other holdings as well. So even though you have underperformed in some cases, or some people have, 
I've been putting money in senior rate floating notes, uh, which you know right now they're about 10% undervalued based on the, their net asset value, and they're paying a, you know somewhere around seven eight percent. Same thing with business development companies. Uh, th- those are the types of investments that I love looking at and diversifying into. I still have equity positions. Um, and I'm not going to get out of my equity positions. But the way to look at a portfolio, Josh, and we all have different analogies, is I've, I've talked to baseball clients of mine, and I've said, you know, who play in the outfield, I said, well, after five innings of not having the ball hit to you, even a pop-out or a grounder of any kind, after five innings, do you go out for the sixth inning? And the answer is, well, of course I do. Well, because you never know when you're going to be called on. And when you look at a portfolio, you never know when that asset class is going to be you know, the door is going to knock and say, okay, it's time for you to perform. So a properly managed portfolio always has some investments that aren't doing well. And if everything's doing well together, that's a, that's a portfolio that's not managed properly. No, exactly. So, so in essence, yeah. uh, look for broad diversification, be defensive. Even if, you know, the, these recession fears turn out to be nothing, we're still in an overvalued portfolio. And, if your portfolio did really well the last couple of years, maybe rethink your portfolio construction. You I mean, said right? Perfectly, Josh. Come, you said it absolutely perfectly. I've often told people that if you're up 20%, um, you got to change your advisor because he's not looking at risk. Yeah, he's just, I mean, maybe dumping everything in fang, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, really, really will, will be a recipe for disaster if we hit a recession. And 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 I'm and I'm concerned about people's portfolio construction. So folks, get the book Wealth Mismanagement. Figure out your chip score. Make sure you're not being mismanaged. And and I think the great uh, focus on the book Wealth Myth- Mismanagement is many people are going to advisors who do not understand about portfolio construction broad-based asset class diversification. So Ed Batowski, Wealth Mismanagement, a Wall Street insider on the dirty secrets of financial advisors. And I guess uh, people can get that book on Amazon or wherever books are sold. So thanks so much, Ed, for joining us. And folks, if you want the book, uh, call us 888-988-JOSH. This week, I have one spot left in Princeton, one spot left in Tom's River, New Jersey, also Short Hills, New Jersey, Hackensack, New Jersey, New Hyde Park, New York, Manhasset, Long Island, Melville, Long Island, New York City, Stamford, Connecticut, and a spot near you. So call us, 888-988-JOSH. And if you're among the first three people who call and schedule your no-obligation review, you get the book Wealth Mismanagement. And if we get any more people, I will throw in the book. So uh, thank you, Ed. Wealth Mismanagement. We'll be back after these messages. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. 
Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary, no-fee, tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888 Josh. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with a financial quarterback. There's a kind of hush all over the world tonight. calls on all matters financial if you have a question on stocks bonds mutual funds annuities my new book hope you can all jump over to amazon and get it right now the retirement reality check i think the big takeaway of this week a week in which the markets were reeling from the inverted yield curve is the market is overvalued by any stretch of the imagination. Is your portfolio according to your desired risk? So if you've done well the last couple of years, the best time to get your roof fixed is when the market is still pretty high. Markets are down, I don't know, 3% in a month. So that's not, that's not a correction territory. And then we were down 20%, I think 10 to 20% in December of 2018. So folks, I, I've seen too many people over the years who were merely in equities or in index funds or in the S&P, and they think they're fine because they've done well, and they're really not. So folks, give us a call, 800-321-321. 0710 800 So the Dow climbs 300 points as bond yields jump from historic lows. So uh, we had a good day on the market on, on uh, the Friday before the week. But also, folks, Trump called on the CEOs. Pre- the president called the CEOs of the stock of the biggest banks on Wednesday as the stock market plunged. Trump held a call with Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America's Brian Moynihan, and Citigroup's Michael Corbett. The president asked the three men to give him a read on the health of the U.S. consumer. The executives responded that the consumer is doing well, but that they could be doing even better if issues, including the China-U.S. trade war, were resolved, this person said. So, uh, you know, the president has his pulse on the stock market. That actually, 
makes one feels uh, rather bullish that he cares that much about the internal health of people's 401ks. So the call, which lasted about 20 minutes, happened after the CEOs concluded a previously scheduled meeting with Treasury Secretary Mnuchin in Washington. Trump wanted to speak to the three executives. The men were informed, and he called in from his property in New Jersey. Bloomberg first reported on the conference call. Trump has been reaching out to corporate leaders this week amid his concerns that a slowest, slowing U.S. economy could impact his re-election chances, according to a Thursday piece from the Washington Post. I think some of this recession fears is you have the media, which is hell-bent on destroying uh, President Trump's re-election. It's, it's an echo chamber. Oh, the Trump recession, and then hashtag Trump recession. I am not concerned about Trump and really even the trade war. Uh, as it relates, I think I think in some ways we're winning the trade war. Uh, but I think if you think about it long term, the problem with the economy is we've just had cyclically nine plus years of gains in the stock market. So we are due for a correction it has very little to do with um, President Trump and more to do with market cycles. So I I think one of the failures of the president has been linking the stock market growth of the last three years with his presidency and not a fundamental understanding of economic cycles being the driver to the stock market generally. But, uh, you know, that's me. So but but because he views the stock market as a report card, so to speak, it could be a bullish signal for stocks because he's going to be doing everything he can to prop the market up. So the the Fed may not have enough firepower to prevent a recession. This from CNBC, Jeff Cox, President Trump has been pressing the Fed to lower interest rates as fears rise that growth could slow. The central bank's benchmark rate is already low, targeted between 2 and 2.25%. President Trump wants the Federal Reserve to help head off a feared economic slowdown, but it's not clear the central bank has enough firepower left to do so. Besides, some economists say there's really not much reason for the Fed to act any more aggressively than it already plans, considering that growth signs remain intact, though dinged a little bit by worries over tariffs and a slowdown in some areas outside the U.S., Federal Reserve officials have some explaining to do when it comes to cutting interest rates and driving down the yields on safe investments. They don't need to explain the rate cuts to voters or to the Trump economics team, but they will have to explain themselves to the history books. The Fed's interest rate cuts look more out of line than ever, given the strength of the economy. Recession? What recession? According to the article. So... I think the big takeaway here from this week is that this inverted yield curve, yes, has been a sign uh, of a recession for a number of signals. It's something to be concerned about, but it's sort of like the flavor of the month. I think cyclically, August, I I don't know, we got to have that stock almanac guy it's a lot, there's, there's a lot of seasonal slowdowns in the summer. 
Now, Mohammed El Arian, uh, one of the leading economic advisors at Allianz, says the bond market is distorted by what's happening outside the U.S. If you live in an interconnected world, you have no choice but to import the effect of negative policy rates in Europe. He says this is going to distort our yield curve and it's going to weaken the traditional signaling mechanism for a U.S. recession. So Mohammed El Arian, the leading economic advisor, says the inverted yield curve recession signal is distorted this time because other, P- other countries' bonds are negative. So they're flocking to the U.S., buying U.S. treasuries because buying the German Bund, for instance, is such a bad deal. You know, they're getting negative interest. So what would you do if bank, if Acme Bank had negative 1% interest rates and another bank had 2%, you'd go to the bank that had 2%, um, not the bank that would charge you 1% for the privilege of holding your money. So that's why uh, the, the economy problems in Europe. Now, on Wednesday, this is the big scare, the 10-year Treasury yield. So if you don't know what a treasury is, it's government debt that you hold for 10 years, ideally. And the 10-year briefly went lower than the two-year for the first time since before the 08 crisis and subsequent Great Recession. Such a move has preceded every U.S. recession over the past 50 years. But a recession does not materialize on average for nearly two years. Alarian argued the U.S. should not have such low policy interest rates from the Fed or market rates in the bond market because the U.S. economic data are pointing to a recession. But as he said Wednesday, the Fed has no choice but to cut rates again in its September policy meeting. Central bankers reduced rates at last month's gathering after hiking the cost of borrowing money four times in 2018. There are two realities. The European Central Bank has negative rates and it's going to take them lower. And it's going to restart quantitative easing, which is an accommodative measure that would involve the ECB buying government bonds from other Euro countries to further boost lending and stoke inflation. So all that is going to distort our yield curve and it's going to weaken the traditional signaling mechanism. So it's going to lessen and uh, Warren Buffett buying bank stocks. He's not worried about the yield curve. And, and in one sense, you should only be worried about the yield curve. And even Janet Yellen says this uh, thing could be a false, false positive because of what's going on in Europe. So, folks, give us a call, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401Ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. 
Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. Elias Review. And folks, we have a special today. Um, we have a special risk analyzer. And I want to be clear here that we have a, squi- a quick scoring app of your portfolio. Today is a special day on our radio show. I'm going to be giving out a risk scoring app for your portfolio. So everyone is listening, is worried about their money to some degree. Now, how risky are my current investments? Ask yourself that. If you are listening to my voice and are not saying to yourself, yeah, I wonder how risky my investments are are you should be i'm talking to everyone who's been told by their financial planner that their recommended portfolio is conservative moderately conservative or even one with moderate growth after meeting with thousands of clients i can state for a fact that the vast majority of people i meet with are not only investments that are more risky than they think they are they are in investments that are way more risky than they think they are. What's so exciting is I have an industry insider software tool that not only allows me to score the risk of your stocks and mutual funds, but I can give you access to that software to those who are listening to my radio show right now. If that's right, I'm going to give away for free access to a software program financial planners use to score the risk of their investments. All you have to do is call my office right now at 888-988-JOSH. So yield inverted curve, schmerv, whatever you want to talk about, it it gets a little old. Trump recession woes. Here's the truth. You need to take your statement from Acme Mutual Fund Company and whatever statements you have, 
And you need to go right now to your phone. Call my office at 888-988-JUSH. And we will score every one of your investments individually. What you will find out will shock you. And by shock you, I mean you'll be stunned at how risky your top five holdings are. Just to give you a preview, if you are in the S&P 500, you have a risk of around 70. The range is from 1 to 100. Education is power, and most listeners don't know what they don't know. It is my job to help educate consumers so that they can make informed decisions about their money. A good place to start is learning the risk of your top five holdings. So again, this is an exciting day, and after a tumultuous week in the stock market, we are giving you a rare opportunity. It's the first opportunity that I've... uh, rolled out this quick scoring app as you score your top investment holdings. Now, what should you do after you score your top holdings? Well, don't freak out about how risky you really are. But I would call my office right now at 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. 888-988-JOSH. Would love to give you access to our quick portfolio scoring app. The point of this week should not freak you out. It should get you to figure out how risky you are. That is the big takeaway of this week. Here's the thing. If you're worried about the inverted yield curve and it affects your portfolio, if you're worried about the looming recession... Here's the point, my friends. I don't care about whether we have the recession next year, a year from now, 2021. According to these inverted yield curve people, okay, it's two years from the inverted. Okay, so we got two years. It could be tomorrow. It could be 2023 for all I care. People are not evaluating their portfolios according to a proper metric. Do you want to be practicing the phrase, welcome to Walmart when you retire? And I have no problem if you have a job at Walmart that's not uh, meant in any way to be denigrating to Walmart workers. The point is, you don't have to go back to work. So too many of you are like, I I want to make 18% a year. I want to make 20%. The S&P's up 18 and I'm only up 8. Well, who cares? If you're in the proper risk suited for you. That's what you need to care about. You know, people have the wrong scorecard. And that's why we've partnered with an industry leader to roll out this scoring app for your portfolio if you call our office at 888-988-JOSH. And even if you don't want us to be a client, if you show me that you buy the book, Retirement Reality Check, Retirement Reality Check, Retirement Reality Check on Amazon, Go to Amazon today, buy the Retirement Reality Check. If you go and buy the book today and you show me that you buy the book, even if you don't want to become a client, I will give you access to the quick scoring app at no charge. So call us, 888-988-JOSH. Up next, I'll take your calls on the state of the economy at 800-321-0710. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? 
You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary, no-fee, tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888 Josh. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with a financial quarterback. When I see her coming down the street, I get so shaky and I feel so weak. I tell my eyes look the other way. But they don't seem to hear a word I say And I go to pieces and I want to hide Go to pieces and I almost die every time My baby passes by I tell my arms they'll hold someone new week, which could be a good sign of the stock market. The inverted yield curve is a big negative, uh, but something that could be a good sign. There's two things that I see that could be good signs in the market. Three, uh, Warren Buffett, a strong consumer sector. We have strong consumer sector numbers and Warren Buffett's faith in bank stocks means this inversion may not be that significant, according to CNBC's Jim Cramer. He says, I look at the top 50 companies, the SME, and it's very hard to find ones that are really being hurt by this. So Jim Cramer is not worried. Warren Buffett's not worried. So that's a good thing. The other thing is President Trump, uh, not since I would say Bill Clinton, has there been an American president obsessed about the growth of the stock market as a measure of their success. So what that, what that means is he's going to be putting pressure on the Fed to lower rates, which is going to be great for the stocks stock market. Uh, and I also look at what happened this week with Representative uh, Tlaib, if I'm saying it right, uh, going to Palestine and the West Bank and what's going on with Israel. What he's managed to do uh, is drive a wedge between the pro-Israel camp and the Democratic Party. He's been able to move, uh, because the Democratic Party has kind of moved to the left on that issue, you could see a re-election by the president, which would generally be thought of to be good for the stock market because of this seeming embrace uh, by the Democrats of sort of an anti-Israel plank. So watch for that. Uh, but that actually is something that people are not talking about as an economic issue. I could see it very well as an economic issue because if he is able to, uh, in, in essence, exploit the wedge between the Democrats and the pro-Israel camp, uh, that could be a problem for Democrats come 2020 and could signal his election, which could largely be thought of to be good for the stock market. So, folks, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 
if you want the book Wealth Mismanagement. It is the free book we're giving away this hour. If you call our office at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. In coming weeks, uh, we'll have Stan Harley back. We'll have Harry Dent back on the program. So you got to keep it locked here every week. But folks, the quick scoring app. Here's the thing. I'm like you. We're all like alike. No one knows the future. But what I can tell you is this. The market is generally thought to be overvalued by anyone from a fundamental perspective that's value-based meaning stock prices are higher than they should be given sales and given the general economy. Other than the cycles, guys, like Stan Harley, which says we're going to have a bullish market for 2023. And apparently, you know, he's been right on for years. I mean, wrong a couple times with the mini uh, economic picture. Here's the thing. I don't want my portfolio based on anyone's prediction. Mines, Stan's, Harry Dent's, whoever. I want my portfolio based on sound, proven risk methodologies, things that uh, you can sleep at night with. You know, I like sleep insurance. I don't know about you. So this quick scoring app, which is the first time we've released this, is available when you call our office at 888-988-JOSH and schedule the no obligation review. It's also available if you buy my book on Amazon today, The Retirement Reality Check. That's retirement reality check. So we got a lot to talk about, but I really want to hear from you. So call us at 800-321-0710 if you have a question. And call me right now at 888 josh We have one spot left on Monday in Princeton, New Jersey. Two spots left in Toms River, New Jersey this week. Also one spot left in Stamford, Connecticut. One spot left in New York City. One spot left in Short Hills, New Jersey. One spot left this Tuesday in Hackensack, New Jersey. One spot left this Wednesday in New Hyde Park. Also Manhasset in Long Island. Melville in Long Island. And a spot near you. So do yourself a flavor. A flavor and a favor. Figure out the risk appetite. The risk flavor of your portfolio. Also, maybe risk is not your issue. Had a conversation with a dear listener friend uh, where they go, you know, we have an income gap. And this is a very important thing that we're also rolling out called the income gap analysis. If you're retired and you're used to be making a hundred grand a year and you got social security for you and your spouse, and let's say that's 40 grand a year, you have an income gap of retirement of 60 grand. How do you plug that gap? And how do you plug that gap if you're using volatile assets like stocks, we'll show you a way to plug the income gap with our special income gap analysis tool. We have a software called the Income for Life Calculator Tool. It is powerful. So you can get the risk scoring and the income analysis tool. So figure out your risk and figure out your income gap and how you can plug that income gap how you can literally bridge the income gap with wise planning for your retirement reality check. Call us now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. Call us now for the free review and get the book. Go to Amazon right now. Buy my book, The Retirement Reality Check. Retirement Reality Check. Retirement Reality Check. 
Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. The Financial Quarterback, and we're taking your calls at 888-988-JOSH. If you want the quick scoring app today, which we will uh, be giving away to those of you who want your risk review. So get your hands dirty, figure out how risky your top five holdings are of your portfolio. And we got a call coming in, Tom, on Social Security. Go ahead, Tom. Hi. Uh, You know, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on – if you if you're all set for retirement, and you know I'm comfortable with the money I have <clears throat> uh, invested and where it's invested, but I haven't taken Social Security yet, and I will be 64 this year. Um, additionally, uh, uh, this is sort of a, another question. Uh, I've got a son who's in a wheelchair, and I was wondering if there's any way you can have some or all of your Social Security benefits pass on to somebody with a disability. Well, you're eligible for Social Security disability. Uh, what do you mean, like a child who's disabled? They they can claim disability, Social Security disability as well, for an adult child well, with a disability. The, the child is disabled, but they're working and uh, fully employed. Okay. Well, they wouldn't be able to get uh, Social know, Security disability. The idea dis- was more, <clears throat> uh, it's, you know, when you're in a wheelchair, you have exceptional or unusual medical expenses. Sure. Uh, so I just thought, I don't need the money. Social Security that I would get from Social Security, but if there was any way to get some of that, so he's independent and employed. I mean, significantly employed. Yeah, yeah, he's got a nice job. Uh, um, and uh, I mean, here's what you could do: you could do, City. you could do a couple of things. Uh, one, you're not going to be able to gift him your Social Security. Adult children. Uh, are able to have disability if they have a disability that lasted 12 months and expected to last 12 months um, or their impairment allows them to unable 
unable to perform substantial work. So you're not going to be able to gift that to them. Here's what you could do. You could take that 22 grand a year or whatever you're getting on Social Security. You could buy a life insurance policy on you that goes into a special needs trust for his benefit. So when you die, if let's say he's doing great now, but you're worried, well, what happens in 10 years? What happens in 20 years to him? So you can have this pool of money there with a special needs trust so that if he were to ever go on government benefits, he doesn't lose the option for government benefits because of the inheritance you give him, number one. Number two, you could also buy, because he is disabled, most likely he himself is uninsurable. Now, maybe he's insurance for life insurance and he could get life insurance with what's called a long-term care rider so that if he... Uh, needs in-home care, he can access the death benefit while he's alive. Literally spending the death benefit while he's alive, uh, subject to certain terms like he can't bathe himself, dress himself without assistance, uh, cognitively impaired, can't dress, can't eat without assistance, can't transfer without assistance. So you could buy a life insurance policy on your life going to a special needs trust, number one. Number two, you could buy a life insurance policy on his life that has a long-term care feature. And number three, he's probably not gonna get long-term care insurance, traditional long-term care insurance, but he could get, there are these hybrid annuities now that have, uh, that will, let's say you put in 200 grand, or let's say you put in, I don't know, 24 grand a year over 10 years. He could literally get, let's say 16 grand a year for life, in year 11 and following, and then if he ever has uh, a trigger, which means he cannot perform what's called the activities of daily life, he could get double his money for up to five years in some of these programs. So that's how I would look at helping him if you don't need your Social Security money. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes great sense. Thank you very much. Appreciate and then it. You, and then you could also technically have that annuity owned by trust that that way, if he ever had uh, a more debilitating illness, because, you know, there are a lot of people are functioning. They're functioning now. Let's say people have MS. I mean, I know people with MS. They work uh, very significant jobs. They do very well. But, you know, you're worried about 20 years or Parkinson's, uh, things of that nature. I don't know what, what exactly his disability is, but you have people who are in a wheelchair and they're fine now. Uh, but then the muscles atrophy and then, you know, they, they need to retire at 55 early and they don't have the money to retire at 55 early. And this is where all of these techniques could really work. You could also just invest in the stock market for long-term growth for him. But we would look at maybe investing within the confines of a special needs trust. So folks, if you have social security and don't need it, or you have a, a child with special needs, call us at 888-988-JOSH for the special needs conversation at 888-988-JOSH, okay? Any other questions on that? Great question, Tom. And Any follow-ups or that was enough? So, okay, great call. Folks, we'll take more of your calls right now at 800 Three two one zero seven ten. Many of you are calling for our uh, disabled adult children conversation. If you want to protect your money from long-term care illness, disability, early demise, special needs, trust situations, call us right now at eight 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 nine eight eight Josh.
So many of you are focusing on the growth of your portfolio. The three takeaways today I want you to think about is focus on the risk of your portfolio with our risk scoring app that we are announcing uh, for the first weekend. Number one. Number two, buy my book, The Retirement Reality Check on Amazon. And number three, don't just focus on your growth. Focus on your income. So focus on risk, income, my book, Retirement Reality Check. And number four uh, consideration that this gentleman brought up is, you know, so much of life is unknown. So there are the big three that I call about. I talk about this in my book, The Retirement Reality Check. There are really four things that you need to financially prepare for. Four and only four. Number one, death. How do you do that? You buy life insurance. Number two, disability. How do you protect yourself from that? You buy disability insurance. For this adult child of this gentleman, nobody's going to give him disability insurance. That's why I thought of long-term care insurance being attached to a life insurance policy or a hybrid annuity or a special needs trust. But you got to protect yourself from death, disability, and then uh, death, disability, and unemployment. They're the big three, right? Now, death and disability, you can buy things to protect yourself. Unemployment, you need to have enough in savings to protect you. I, I, I would wonder if, you know, it'd be great if you could buy extra unemployment insurance, but you can't. You got to save 10 to 20% of your income and save up six months of lifestyle, then 12 months, then two years. And then retirement planning is essentially saving up for 20 to 30 years of no work insurance. So that's where financial planning is critical. And it doesn't matter your income. You could have an income of a million dollars a year. I mean, more money, more problems. Get an income of 50 grand a year. So you have to protect yourself from the big three of life, death, disability, and unemployment. And let's say you're doing fine then maybe you can help your kids protect themselves from death, disability, and unemployment. I guess the fourth biggest thing would be divorce because you could lose half of all your money to divorce. So, so they all begin with D, death, disability, divorce, and the final one's unemployment, um, which I guess you could say D would mean don't work. You don't work, you don't get paid. So folks, give us a call. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674, if you want the risk scoring tool. And folks, if you have a question for me, now is the time to chime. So if you have a question, we'd love to hear from you right now, 800-321-0710, And if you call us within the next three minutes, I'll give you the free book, Wealth Mismanagement. Great title. The title is the, the title is Wealth Mismanagement. But the subtitle is interesting. A Wall Street Insider on the Dirty Secrets of Financial Advisors and How to Protect Yourself and Your Portfolio. So do you want to know your financial advisor's dirty little secret? Call us for the book. 888-988-JOSH. Um, reminds me of that stupid, you know, teeny bopper song, but whatever. Uh, folk, folks, give us a call also during the break at 888-988-JOSH for the risk scoring app.
which very popular right now. We also have a life insurance software. If you're looking at whole life term index universal life and you want to make sure that you are getting proper guidance on the subject of insurance or annuities or fees, what if you want to know what impact fees are having? Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. Riding along on a carousel, trying to catch up to you. Riding along on a carousel, will I catch up to you? Horses chasing, cause they're racing. The U.S. economy, the boost it needs. One of the uh, interesting things about uh, the economy is we, we've definitely had an economic boom for a number of years up until about this year. Things looking like they're starting to slow a bit. Uh, last year, there was a little bit of turmoil in the stock market, but uh, CBC is an article, and obviously they're a little biased, but Trump's tax cut, and this is from John Harwood, who is no uh, you know, conservative analyst, but benefits what, what from President Trump called the biggest reform of all time to the tax code have dwindled to a faint breeze just 20 months after its enactment. I don't know if you remember, we had Lacey Hunt on here, and he said this would not have... You know, that the boost would fade in about 18 to 20 months, largely because the marginal rate was not low enough. Now, what's interesting here is when you read these headlines, um, Trump's tax cut isn't giving the U.S. economy the boost it needs. It's from John Harwood. John Harwood would not be an advocate of a lower marginal rate from 25 to 28 percent. I would be. We need a lower tax rate to see the stimulative boost. Benefits from what President Trump called the biggest reform time appear to be general. Half of all CFOs surveyed by Duke University expect the economy to shrink by the second quarter of 2020. Two-thirds expect a recession by the end of next year. 
economists who have examined the impact of the law say it isn't helping much with overall growth, business investment, or worker pay. The strongest case for its economic benefits is that it remains too early to see them. No, I think we see them. I think it's just it wasn't low enough. I think uh, we did a lot of good work on the corporate code, getting the corporate rate lower, but not low enough. So what do you think? Are you seeing uh, a benefit in the Trump tax code? So call us, 888-988-JOSH. I know a lot of you are getting my book, The Retirement Reality Check. We have a whole section on 11 ways you can benefit from the tax code. So a lot of you, I just think, are not, you don't necessarily know how to benefit from the tax code. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. Interesting article by Garrett Gunderson. I got a an email from him. In the next recession, you can make money rather than lose it. That's great, right? Make sure that you remember to, uh, and he gives uh, seven tips on how in the next recession you can make money rather than lose it. Do you remember the recession of 08? For so many it hurt. Markets were plummeting. Homes were being foreclosed on. And many were losing out on business profits, ideas and projects that had taken years to get into place. But what were the most valuable lessons we can now use to avoid the same pain or loss? I'll never forget it. I first think back to what I was doing in 2007. It was an amazing year. Our firm had a game plan with the messaging and marketing dialed in, but we didn't adjust it as the economy began to change. We're not current with or in tune to the problems and concerns of those we served. And as a consequence, we watched our number of conversions and cash flow drop. Our marketing still provided plenty of leads. But people became hesitant of what the economy had in store. And the same messaging did not resonate or work. With a few tweaks and some basic preparation, not only would we have continued to be profitable, the changing economy would have fueled more growth. Today, we are facing the second longest period of time in U.S. history without a recession. So what were those lessons and insights you learned from the last recession that it can help you to grow during a downturn? When the recession eventually comes, there are fundamental pieces to put into place to avoid mistakes and missteps that can lead to loss. But most importantly is being able to see how times like that can be the biggest opportunity to grow your wealth and business. For example, lots of money will be reported as lost during the recession, but in reality, it's just being transferred. The money doesn't disappear or evaporate. It ends up in someone else's hands. The question is, how can you be one of those it is being transferred to? If you're prepared, you can have the means to be part of the solution and not stuck in the problem. So we're going to give you a list of seven tips for the recession. We just had a Someone called in and said, if they call, we can give them their score over the phone. Well, they need to schedule a no-obligation risk scoring app. So so you get this risk scoring app when you schedule a no-obligation appointment. And this week, we have one spot left in Princeton, New Jersey, one spot left in Red Bank, New Jersey this week, one spot left in Hackensack, 
Short Hills, Tom's River, Melville, Manhasset, New Hyde Park, also New York City, and Stamford, Connecticut. So I'm going to give you seven tips to weather a recession. But let me talk more about this quick score app. So I want to make sure you understand this quick scoring app because this is the first time we rolled it out. So today's a special day on a radio show. I'm giving out the answer to the question that everybody who has investable money is wondering right now. What is the question? How risky are my current investments? Let me repeat that. How risky is your current portfolio? If you're listening to my voice and starting to say to yourself, yeah, I wonder how risky my investments are, you should be. I'm talking to everyone who's been told by their financial planner that their recommended portfolio is conservative or moderate conservative or even one with moderate growth. After meeting with literally thousands of clients I can, and prospective clients, I can say for a fact that the vast majority of you are in investments that are riskier than you actually think. They're investments that are way more risky than you should be in. What's so exciting is I've partnered with an industry insider software tool that not only shows you the risk of your stocks and your mutual funds, but I can give access to that software to those who are listening to my radio show. So I want to be clear here. For us to get the risk of your score, we can't do that merely over the phone. We have to look at your investment statements. So what I would do is I take your investment statements to us. And we can do that in person. Or uh, since we had uh, somebody called and they said they were insistent on a phone call, they could do a webinar. You could do a webinar, I guess. But we would have to look at your statements and plug your statements into our risk scoring app. So it's very clear here that this is a free access, but we have to schedule a time with you to put in the data from your investment statements into our program. And that's something we'll be giving out to those of you who schedule and keep your no obligation review at 888-988-JOSH. I am sure what you will find out will shock you. And by shock you, I mean you'll be stunned at how risky your top five holdings really are. Just to give you a preview, there is a risk score of between 1 and 100. The S&P 500, it is also around a 70. Also, if you do not want to meet with us and you show that you bought the book, The Retirement Reality Check, so you got to send us your receipt or, you know, screenshot of the purchase from Amazon, we will do that over a webinar or conference call, but we still need your statements to process this properly. So be gracious to Dave and Rich and others at our call center because this is the first time we've revealed this to our listeners. Education is power, and most of you don't know what you don't know. It's not what you know that will get you in trouble. It's what you don't know you don't know. And it's my job to help educate consumers so that they can make informed decisions about your money.
So a good place to start is to learn the risk of your top five holdings. Again, this is an exciting day, and I recommend everybody call our office at 888-988-JOSS. So what should you do after you score your top holdings? Well, we should talk about ways to lower your risk score. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. If you want to get your very own risk score review. So the market is reeling. The Trump tax cut isn't giving the economy the boost it needs. So some of these boneheads say we don't need lower taxes. We certainly do. We need lower taxes. So what are seven ways you could insulate yourself from a recession? Number one, liquidity. People are often overly invested in volatile stock market-based accounts, but miss opportunities by not having access to conservative vehicles or cash. The overemphasis in finance is on net worth, but during a downturn, net worth is at risk. If you're required to sell or liquidate any of your assets to access cash in recession, you put your money at significant risk. The, the solution is to build up liquidity through savings accounts, bank accounts, cash values in life insurance, or anywhere where you can quickly access cash without reliance on market portfolio or a 10% penalty with withdrawal if you have a fixed annuity. So the key is to making money on the buy when you can buy assets in distress. Number two, protect your downside. A trailing stop loss is in order to automatically sell your investments if the market goes below an amount you're comfortable with. This limits your risk. At what point if the market goes down does your mindset follow with stress, angst, or frustration? You are your greatest asset. Protect your ability to be productive and focused rather than frustrated and distracted by economies and markets outside of your control. Tip number three, stop tipping the government. Rather than taking risks with investments and waiting for years for something to pay off, first, legally save on taxes to improve cash flow. There are so many ways to do this. You can maximize deductions, build a great tax team, including a tax strategist and attorney, and choose the right corporations to move your money income, your income from attractive to passive ordinary income to capital gains, or discover tax-free strategies like charitable remainder trusts. You can also take a look back for the last three years and potentially amend your returns to the government to pay you for a change. This can boost your savings account without requiring you to budget or eliminate any of life's enjoyments in the name of saving today. And we've partnered with certain CPAs who we are unaffiliated with who said, hey, they will review any of our listeners' last two years' tax returns in a free 30-minute session, if you schedule and keep your no-obligation review with us. And by the way, if you're a CPA listening, if you're a business owner, we have a free special event, uh, May, August 22nd. If you're a business owner or CPA, a wonderful tax-fighting session in Red Bank, New Jersey. So call us at 888-988-JOSH. So tip number one, liquidity. Tip, tip number two, protect the downside. Tip number three, stop tipping the government. 
I'm going to give you the next four tips on battling the recession when we return. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary, no-fee, tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now, let's get back in the huddle with a financial quarterback. So tired, tired of waiting, tired of waiting for you. So Come on, hey, you, st- you pulled the song at the best part, but you keep me waiting all the time just for you. That's the best part of this song. That's, that was the best part of the song. We got a British Invasion weekend. Uh, so I love British Invasion music. You know, the, the, this is every song today is handpicked by Bob G. And they are like the best British Invasion songs other than... You know, the normal, normal ones. So, folks, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And you can do what you want. But anyway, okay, number four, optimize your cash flow by restructuring, renegotiating, or reallocating your loans. Now is the time to restructure your debt. Restructure loans to lower payments. Use your mortgage or car to get better rates over lines of credit. Credit cards or business loans. Next, renegotiate interest rates on your loans, especially credit cards, because rates are low right now. Finally, if you have any underperforming investments or savings that are earning less than what you're paying in interest, 
cash them out and pay off the loan. Number five, drop coverages that don't give enough coverage. The most expensive insurance dollar is the first one you you pay for. That means low deductibles, short elimination periods. So an elimination period is like on your disability insurance. If you have a 30-day elimination period before your disability insurance kicks in, that is a more expensive policy than a 90-day elimination period or 180-day elimination period. Or insurances that do not protect you from anything of major consequence are costing you more than you benefit. Instead, insure the catastrophic and not anything inconsequential. A lot of people have like accidental death and dismemberment policies that are cheap, but they're cheap for a reason. Very few people die of an accidental death or dismemberment. Some people do, but it's, it's like one out of every hundred deaths or something. These are things that if they were not insured today would not destroy your peace of mind and you have the cash to pay for it. So uh, in, in, in this area of getting your insurances evaluated, we have a special today that I'm going to be offering. It's called a protection inventory design. We go over your home insurance, your car insurance, your liability insurance, your disability insurance, your long-term care insurance, your life insurance, your wills, trusts, car insurance, social security insurance, medical insurance from the perspective of a financial planner, not from, you know, we're not attorneys, neither are we property and casualty insurance agents. I want to be clear here to see, well, what coverages could you drop? What could you lower your cost of? And so we found that people have been able to save thousands of dollars because they pay for stuff they don't need. So if that's you and you want that review, the Protection Inventory Design Review, we will offer that to you at no charge at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Number six, get back precious time. Busyness is a liar and robs entrepreneurs of time and money. It robs investors when they spend all day worried about their money instead of enjoying their money. This may be in the form of ineffective meetings, too frequent of meetings, or longer meetings than necessary. It may be spending time on less important things, like handling email, which gives people access to you when unsolicited. To increase your cash flow and productivity today, eliminate busyness and replace it with cash-flowing and productive activities. Number seven... You know, let's say you're a business owner. Point number six is let's say you're a business owner and you're spending a lot of your day on busy work. It'd be far more efficient to pay somebody to help you with your busy work and you spend your time on what makes you the highest uh, dollar amount per hour of work you generate. Number seven, make more money without creating more work. When was the last time you adjusted your pricing? When was the last time you looked at your margins? Is there something if tweaked could increase profitability? For example, ask yourself, how can I keep my customers for longer? Where can I add more value to existing customers or partner with others that can provide customers more? This is if you're a business owner. Increase your cash flow today. Communicate to your customers and be willing to make adjustments with your messaging. The key focus on when recessions hit is to keep liquidity and focus on cash flow. Cash flow can act as staying power or even an opportunity fund. Cash flow can indicate if something is no longer working or can be adjusted. 
And that's why many of you are calling us for our cash flow analysis review. You want an income plan that lasts as long as you do. So folks, we do have open phone lines at 800 321 If you have a financial question for us, call me right now at 800 321 Berkshire is buying banks, which is a good sign of the overall economy, even as rates are lowering. If Warren Buffett's buying it, it doesn't mean it's going to make money, but it is interesting. Now, uh, we haven't talked about this all show, but I'd remiss if I was to talk about the uh, much-talked-about SECURE Act And there are seven common questions on the SECURE Act from Sarah Brenner of IRAhelp.com. The Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act, otherwise known as the SECURE Act, makes you neither secure nor sets you up for retirement enhancement. (laughs) Recently passed the House by 470 to 3. It is currently in the Senate. This bill includes a multitude of provisions that would reshape retirement savings if passed. Very deep within the proposed legislation is a provision that would do away with the stretch IRA for most beneficiaries. We have received many questions on this provision, and here are the seven most common questions and their answers. Question number one, would the provisions in the SECURE Act eliminating the stretch apply to Roth IRAs as well as traditional IRAs? The answer, the SECURE Act would eliminate the stretch IRA for both inherited traditional IRAs and Roths. Question number two, would the SECURE Act eliminate the stretch IRA for existing inherited IRAs? If the IRA owner is already deceased and there is an existing inherited IRA, the SECURE Act would not eliminate the stretch. Existing IRAs would be grandfathered. That's from... Slot report. I don't know if that's true because to me it's a beneficiary designation. That's what uh, this IRA analyst says, but I don't know if that's exactly true because it is a. So they're saying that if you die after the act is passed, you're set up. Uh, you know, you're out of luck. You can't do the stretch IRA, but before you may be able to do it. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. But we'll see if that's grandfathered. Question number three. Also, this is proof. Everything you read online isn't necessarily true. Everything you hear on the radio isn't necessarily true. Do your homework. We do the best we can, but always make sure you do your own due diligence. Now, will the SECURE Act become law? Well, no one knows for sure, but there's a lot of support for many of the provisions in the SECURE Act, and it did pass the House 417 to 3. Still has to get through the Senate and be signed by the President. That can be a long road. Stay tuned to the Financial Quarterback Radio Broadcast. We'll be watching this proposed legislation carefully, and I'm going to give you three more common questions to the SECURE Act when we return. Give us a call, 800 321 0710 800
321-0710. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. about the death of the stretch in the SECURE Act. And well, you should be. If you have an IRA or 401k, you have a rare political window of opportunity. And that is the Trump tax code. You could take money out of your IRAs and pay taxes that are lower today than there will be in the future. If you look at the freight train of government, that is uh, David McKnight, who's been on the show talks about there is a looming freight train that will be barreling down upon your IRA, potentially, in the form of higher taxes. We have a growing uh, government, and people aren't cutting anything. We're not cutting spending. So where will the government go to get money? Well, just as this death of the stretch provision buried in the SCURE Act would indicate there is a large amount of untapped taxed revenue. So the total amount in IRAs and 401ks is something like 20 trillion and growing. According to, um, now the total retirement assets, um, according to 2015, benefits rose says it's near 25 trillion. So it's probably at least now like 30 trillion. So there's all of this untapped tax revenue. And Willie Sutton used to rob banks because that's where the money is. That's where the government will go. Call us at 888-988-JOSH if you want to plan for IRA taxation when you retire. 888-988-JOSH. Who do we have next? Gloria. G-L-O-R-I-A. Gloria. Go ahead. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. That was a really good song. So um, I actually have saved some money for 
retirement and and um and what I'm worried about is that I have my I have a son who's going to college, so it's gonna cost me about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for four years. Um, we don't qualify for any kind of uh, federal financial aid because of how much we make, but it will chip into money that I was hoping to save, you know, for retirement. Is there anything I can do, even though he's a freshman, is, uh, or is it just too late? Or there are a number of techniques you could do. You could look at 529s. You could look at debt consolidation. You could look at potentially him moving to the state where you know, and living full-time at the state where he's residing to potentially get in-state tuition. You could look at buying a property in near or around the college. That way uh, you could then rent rooms out to his friends to get some extra income. Yeah, there are certain work-study programs. There are scholarships that he can apply for while being a student, essays he can write to get money. There are a lot of different college uh, planning techniques. And folks, if you want help with college planning for your kids or grandkids from an investing and financial planning perspective, call us for our free college planning review at 888-988-JOSH. But any other questions on that matter of college, no, Gloria? So should, should, so should I follow up with like a, a consultation on college? Sure, yeah. Um, I, you, you know, so obviously, much. the more you could do, it's better to start early, but... Let's say you're a freshman. Well, what state is he, you know, going to school at? So, so he what goes fe- to Indiana, in, Indiana University, and we live in New Jersey. Sure. Yeah, well, maybe he can become an IU resident somehow. You know, and, and uh, you know, he just buys a place in Indiana. Maybe instead of you fitting in money for college, you help him buy a home there. And then he becomes an in-state resident. Sometimes you got to wait 13 months, and some states have very strict rules about that. But that might be one area, and then he gets friends to rent out with him, and it defrays the cost of college. There's a lot that you could do, you know, to potentially help him when saving for college planning. Uh, you could look at putting money into 529, right? getting three years of potential growth on that 529 and then taking money out of the 529 to pay off his college debt so you can take advantage of uh, federal loans. If he has, uh, maybe there are different scholarships in his field of study. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. I mean, there's no magic bullet with college planning. It's a death by a thousand cuts. That's how they get us and that's how we have to win the college planning game. But I mean, the best time to start college planning is when they're, newly born the second best time is now so uh i would i wouldn't use that as a uh, an impetus to not plan you know just because we're late in the game okay i mean i one time helped a client uh congenital heart problems and you'd be amazed there were scholarships for people with congenital heart defects and and all kinds of things yeah, so, so he was actually classified when he was younger. He was in special ed, but then he matured, and he's doing, like, super well, and he was mainstreamed, and then he has, like, a 3.5 now. But when he was entering college, he didn't qualify for any scholarships, but, like, after a year, he is doing really, really well. Sure. Yeah, so you might be able to get scholarships um, for people who have had this issue, you know, 
Um, there are scholarships for anything. I remember there was a guy on the on TV. Remember the guy with the question marks? He would wear these weird question mark suits like the Riddler. And free money for college. And, and you know, it's really not free money. It's like you got to write an essay on uh, what it meant to overcome this situation in life that you went through. And you get a thousand bucks to this college program or this essay. So there's a lot there. I mean, I, I remember I went, uh, I cleaned up as a freshman. I got like something like eight to 15 grand in scholarships. This was years ago, just finding different essays to write. So I remember receiving a scholarship from the Women's Club. I, I don't know why I got a scholarship from the Women's Club of Lacey, but I did. So give us a call, folks. 888-988-JOSH for the free college planning review. Any other follow-up questions before we pause no, for the break? No, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Gloria, and love the song. We should play it uh, tomorrow for you. So 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. And, folks, get the book, The Retirement Reality Check. If you would be so kind, go to Amazon right now and buy my book. Uh, you've helped make it a success. Buy my book, Retirement Reality Check. And if you buy it, we'll give you access to the retirement risk scoring tool for your portfolio. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary, no-fee, tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888 Josh. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with a financial quarterback. Buy my book, The Retirement Reality Check. If you could do me that favor, you have helped make the launch of the book a glowing success. So call me right now, 888-988-JOSH. This week I will be in Princeton and would love to shake your hand and give you a copy of the book, Wealth Mismanagement, 
which is our free book that we're giving away to those of you who schedule and keep your no obligation review. A wealth mismanagement, a Wall Street insider on the dirty secrets of financial advisors and how to protect your portfolio. We also launched the risk scoring app. And we're concluding with talking about the seven common questions of the SECURE Act. So why does Congress want to eliminate the popular stretch IRA provision? Well, it's hard to understand, completely understand Congress's motives here. But one thing is clear. Congress sees the elimination of the stretch as a revenue raiser. That means a tax hiker. To lawmakers, including this provision in the bill, offsets the costs of other provisions. Number four, when would the provisions eliminating the stretch be effective? The bill is currently written would make these provisions effective for an inherited IRA when the IRA owner dies after December 31st, 2019. That's why you want to act now to make sure you have a stretch IRA before December 31st, 2019. Now, you would essentially have to die before December 31st. But what we're doing with our people who are calling us at 888-988-JOSH for the death of the stretch review, we're doing three things. One, we're showing you what would the impact of this new legislation be. Number, and, and we're showing you a quantifiable tax, a hit that you will get. The IRS has a tax lien on your IRA. You've never paid tax on that money until you turn 70 and a half and you have to take the RMDs out. So when you die, your heirs are going to have to pay tax. Number two, we are making it so if, God forbid, you die before December 31st, 2019, you could take advantage of the stretch or your heirs could. Number three, we're showing you how to stretch it now while you're alive and put it into things like Roths and insurance that will pass tax-free to your heirs. So if you care about what your heirs get, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. And what would replace the stretch option? A 10-year rule. So you'd have 10 years where you would have to empty out the total account by the end of the 10th year, and thereby accelerating the amount of tax you pay, kind of a veiled tax hike. And there are better ways to leave your IRAs than the stretch IRA anyway. So call us now for that death of the stretch review at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. And call me 888-988-JOSH also for the risk scoring app when you schedule and keep your no obligation review. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. 